Hey, folks, welcome back to the DC Beer Show. This is Richard. I'm here with my good friend. Adam. And we are in Odenton, Maryland. We are at Crooked Crab Brewing Company talking to two of the three owners. Why don't you all introduce yourselves? Earl Holman. Hey, I'm Dan Maseka. All right. And uh, Adam, this is a great tap room. We, it's close to, like, nothing except people. So we're excited to be here. Uh, I've heard a lot of great stuff about this brewery. So have I. So let's start. Let's start by talking about sort of the the. You guys have been open since 2018, so you're at a year and a half now, right? You're yep. getting close to you're getting close to two years. Close to two years. And let's start with the origin story here. Let's dive right into sort of how did this, how did Crooked Crab come to be, and and give us timeline too, because you know a lot of the we talked to a lot of breweries and. It's everybody should by now, if you've listened to the show, understand that it's not like people go, hey, let's start a brewery. And a year later, there's a brewery. So uh, if we were to take it to the beginning, the year was 2005 in College Park, Maryland, the Easton dorm, floor number two. When, uh, <laughs> that, that's very specific. Yeah, Alex and Dan, who is me, roomed together. And right across the hall was one Earl Holman. Fast forward about 10 years to August 2015 when Earl and Dan were finishing a round of golf at Redgate Golf Course. And uh, we decided to take that over to Banghound for some after golf drinks. Uh, Alex showed up for some drinks because he wasn't feeling up for golfing because his golf game is a little bit lacking. Uh, But we had a few rounds in us talking about our hopes and dreams and uh, decided that all we would want in our lives was to open a, a brewery. So um, that was kind of when the, the juices started flowing. We thought, you know what, this is something we really want to do and started putting the plans in place, at least on paper. Uh, so that was August 2015 uh, when the kind of the thought entered our minds and then uh, took about two and a half years to, to get the doors open from there. So August 2015, you decide to open a brewery. What were you all doing at that time? So I was working as a project manager for an IT company in DC. I'd been doing, I was a computer science major in college of all things. Um, I was doing that for was it, like seven, eight years. And I was just homebrewing on the side. So beer was always a passion of mine, something that I always wanted to get into. And Dan. I was in finance. I'm a financial planner. Uh, Alex, I still can't tell you what he does. He does something with like website marketing or design (laughs) he's not here to defend himself but that's in my mind that's what he does so you guys came together decided to open this brewery so so a website guy an it guy and a financial guy walk into a bar and decide to open a brewery pretty much that's the (laughs) short the long and short of it um but we all love beer um like like i said mentioned i've been home brewing for a long time and starting a brewery was sort of always a pipe dream of mine something that I thought I would do when I was old or retired or whatever, start a small brewery. Um, but, you know, with the help of Alex and Dan, it just sort of became a reality, something that I could do now. Um, so I took the leap. I quit my job. I went full time for the brewery. And when did like, you go full time in the process? Um, just out of, out of curiosity. I like went full time maybe about six months, six or seven months before we opened. Before you opened? Okay. Um, yeah. Now, at the beginning of construction or demolition. Okay, yeah. so you were well past. You were through the financing. You figured everything yeah. out. You're opening a brewery. Yeah. yeah. Now, Earl, did you ever think, well, maybe I could be the brewer here. 
I've homebrewed. <laughs> um, originally, that idea had been tossed around, um, but when we realized how many responsibilities were going to be on my shoulders as it relates to the brewery, we pretty quickly realized that I need help. And um, it just makes a lot more sense to, to hire somebody else to actually do the brewing and I can just kind of run everything else and wear all the other hats for the brewery. So um, our original head brewer, Andrew, uh, he came over from Bowie Beer Company out in Astoria, Oregon. He had worked at a couple different breweries on the West Coast. He actually had to leave uh, to go back home uh, about four months after open. So we we're looking for a new head brewer, uh, which is when we hired Adam. Um, he came over from RAR in Cambridge, Maryland. He was sort of their their lead brewer over there, their number two guy, and was sort of looking to take the next step. So it just worked out perfectly. Nice. And yeah. he's been with us for about a year and a half um, now, and he's knocking it out of the park. All the beers he's been making are, are awesome. So I'm going to wrap up sort of the origin story. But like from the time you were like, you know, in, and you told me earlier it was, it was Baying Hound. Um, which no longer exists in, in, in Rockville, Maryland, that this sort of all came together. Now, truly, how long did you think it was going to take you when you sort of had that idea? And how realistic were your initial impressions? Can you remember that? Well, I didn't think it was going to happen at all. And, <laughs> and I remember uh, Alex uh, used to ask me periodically, he's like, what percentage chance do you think this has of actually becoming a thing? And I started at like 2 and 3%. And then he'd ask me wow. a couple of weeks later, I'd be like, all right, maybe like 7% <laughs> for a year and a half until it was like Just in the a, 80s and 90s. Wow. It took it, so it took a year and a half to get from like low numbers to, to statistically probable. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, every part of the process we invested a lot of time into uh, yeah. from writing the business plan to securing financing to doing background research on location and legislative conditions and things like that. Uh, Earl, I think, was a little more optimistic, which is not in Earl's character. Earl? Um, <laughs> <laughs> not in Earl's character. <laughs> Maybe it's just because I wanted it to happen. I don't know. But I knew in my heart of hearts that, that it was going to be a thing. All right. When it is a thing. Well, I'm glad it happened because we've been drinking your beer and it's really good. Hey, speaking of beer, let's talk about some beer. That's a good idea. Where do you want to start, Adam? First, can you tell us a little bit about your brew house? Like the equipment? Sure. Size and all of yeah. that. Yeah, so we have a 15-barrel system. Um, it's pretty big, and we have uh, all of our tanks, our fermenters are 30 barrels, um, so we can crank out some beer if we have to. And that was one of the things I went into looking at a space. We knew we wanted to be sort of a little bit on the larger side in terms of like a lot of these other breweries that, that have opened up recently. So we needed a place with really high ceilings, like a lot of space in the back. We have five year-round beers that we make all the time, that we constantly have on tap. Um, that's sort of one of the things that Richard and I were talking about earlier was we sort of have a, a variety of different styles on tap, which we do on purpose. Uh, we want to have beer for everyone, like no matter what type of beer you like, light beer, sour beer, hoppy beer, whatever, uh, we'll always have sort of something that we can point you towards. So we like to keep the the year round beers we can crank them out, but we also are small enough that we can crank out, you know, keep it versatile and, and kind of mix it up with new seasonals and fun stuff. Well, there's definitely a, a wide variety. I mean, there's almost not a style that isn't represented <laughs> on your board right now while we're here, and and it's all pretty good. But I think, you know, let's talk a little bit about this because it's relevant. I think to what's on your on your tap menu. 
you're out in Odenton, Maryland, and the nearest brewery is six. How how far away? Like four miles, five miles, six miles, seven yeah. miles, more than that. Fifteen minutes, probably. Yeah, right. Yeah. Like there, you were, we were talking earlier about this. Like Odenton's actually a very large community, and it's sort of a bedroom community for the DC metro area. Right? There's 37,000 people here. Yep. Is that that accurate? Yeah, it was the fastest growing city in Anne Arundel County on the last census. Oh, all right. And there's a lot more new developments that are coming up over here, too. Yeah, like we've got a new census coming soon. So in a couple of years, we'll know like how much it, it grew. What else can people do? What are you competing with in, it, in Odenton? There's a barbecue restaurant down the road called The Hideaway that makes fantastic barbecue. You should go there for um, sure. I would Damn highly it. recommend Adam, them. Adam, if you weren't a vegetarian, Sorry, we would totally swing right there. They make great vegetarian Seriously. food, too. They do. Actually, we, Their uh, veggie burgers are really good. Yeah. Mm. Veggie burgers, solid. Their sides are all good. All right. Good, good waffle okay. fry nachos. Wait, 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 wait. We're talking about what else people can do, <laughs> and then we like talk for a minute and a half about a yeah, single Yeah, then we can move to our dinner. <laughs> you can go bowling directly across the street. There's the Greenway Bowl. Oh, we drove past that. Yeah, uh, that's worth worth a stop if you're feeling the itch for some bowling. But th- that's... That's it. That's like it. the whole Odenton, like yeah, what to do. Well, there's in a Odenton. mark station if you want to take. You can leave Odenton by train. You can leave. That's an option. <laughs> um, and then there's Crooked Crab Brewing Company. Yep. All right. Nice poll, guys. <laughs> nice, nice way to pick pick a location because uh, everybody loves going to a brewery. Uh, okay, so let's talk about everybody loving to go to a brewery. Uh, we'll, we'll get back to the beer in a second because I want to talk about some specific beers, but. As long as we sort of hit on the tap room. Um, we're here on a Friday afternoon. You guys open at 3. Adam and I, we got here at 3, right? And there were already people sitting around. And now the place is full. You can, in fact, probably hear them all. Uh, the place is filling. It's a pretty big tap room, it's too. A, it's a big tap room. Uh, it's really, by the way, well-designed. And I want to say well-lighted. Like The lighting in here is really nice. I wish um, the acoustics were better. The acoustics in every tap room suck. Uh, I'm literally thinking of starting a side business because I think about acoustics being a podcast uh, producer uh, of of like starting a side business of like going to breweries and being like, look, for 500 bucks, I can make this place sound better. (laughs) Anyway, we would hire you. That is that is, in fact, a side note. Uh, And that's uh, coming from a financial plan. Right. Right. Like, I think I think there's a business model there. Uh, uh, If you if you're interested in investing, please contact us at. The brute. No. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> All right, but but tell us a little bit about how the how the tap room design happened, uh, what you guys were after, what it looks like. Describe it to the best of your ability for our listeners who can't see it. Um, but but what were you thinking? Like, what did you want the what did you want this place to be like? And did you you know? And, and how do you feel about it? Uh, so our tap room is about two thousand square feet. Um, it's very long. Uh, the tap room parts in the front, the breweries in the back. We knew that we wanted to be a space for community gathering. Um, Odenton is a very close-knit community, so we wanted a space where people could get together, throw events, hang out, see their friends. I'm going to interrupt you right now sure. just to tell our listeners that the table we're sitting at right now to record this has got to be 15 feet long, right? <laughs> 12, 15 feet long? Uh, 12 feet, yeah. 12 feet, so. okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, so that's that's just clearly like if you're doing, you know, like it's that's happy hour right there. Right, you know? yeah, exactly. Um so, uh, so, so we wanted to make sure we could accommodate that, you know, um, the, the best breweries are local breweries where people can get together, make new friends or meet old ones. Um, we've got very high ceilings. 
We've got a wood panel feature behind the bar. A lot of this was very do-it-yourself. Earl and me and, and Alex and some others were putting a lot of man hours into putting so, this together. I'm glad we talked about this because that's what I wanted to get to. So the, the, the bar back all the way up to the 60-foot ceiling or whatever the hell this is, yeah. is, is wood, pat, like, you know, laterally laid. Did you guys do all of that? Alex uh, laid out each of those wooden panels on the floor to see how they would fit together. Wow. And then uh, all of us took turns nailing them into the wall. Wow. Rented a nail gun from Home Depot and went to town. It looks great. That's that's like a couple hundred wood panels, right? Yeah. yeah. It, it was a pain in the butt. Yeah, it's over, yeah. How many square feet is it? 450 or something. Yeah, it's almost 500 square feet. Well, it looks gorgeous. It's beautiful. And, and you should be really, really proud of it because it yeah. really makes a statement. How many beers did it take to get it up there? All the beers. <laughs> all, <laughs> all the, the beers. beers. Many beers. <laughs> now, whose idea was it? Like, who did the design? Did you hire somebody or was it you guys just being like, let's make it wood? <laughs> um, the drawing board is an architecture firm in Annapolis that I, I don't remember how we got linked up with them, but that was sort of a creation of theirs. And... We liked it, so said, sure, we can Let's do it. probably we can, do that We can ourselves. build it. Yeah, we can build, we can build it. it. All right. If we build it, they'll come. <laughs> that seems to be accurate. All right. Now, let's go back to the beers. So can you first tell us a little bit about the flagship beers that you have? I think you said there were four. Yeah, we've got five of them. Five. Um, so we have our Cream Ale, Crooked Cream, which is sort of our light, light beer, um, Anybody who isn't a huge craft beer drinker, it's a great beer for, um, it's like a good introductory craft beer. That's what I'm drinking now. Yeah, and it's really good. It's it's very really easy drinking, uh, really light. And then um, Haze for Days is our New England style pale ale. Um, hazy, hoppy, juicy, fruity, grapefruit, all the, the fun catchwords all the, that all the cool kids <laughs> like nowadays. Um, hashtag. Probably our hashtag most. Hashtag fruity. Hashtag yeah. hazy. Yeah. Hashtag <laughs> Uh, yeah, flock boy. Um, <laughs> so that that one's definitely our most popular beer. Um, you'll see that out and about. I fought the claw is a traditional IPA, um, a little bit old school bitterness, West Coast. Um, really good, but just really traditional. Uh, Chuck Brown, which I love, is uh, very malt forward. Um, nice, a little bit of roast, chocolate. Um, just a really good malt forward, low ABV beer. Um, for easy drinking. And then um, high voltage is our coffee stout. Um, we wanted to have a stout on year round because there are people who like to drink stouts in the summertime. Um, so just it's it's a nice sort of spectrum of styles that we kind of cover with with our year rounds. I have to say stouts in the summertime is a is a underrated uh, wonderful thing. I freaking actually really like yeah. stouts drinking. and porters. And our and, stout and, is yeah. only 5.9%. Oh, so see, it's that's also perfect. very drinkable. Um, it's yeah. it's not very heavy as far as stouts go. So you can actually have a yeah, couple yeah. of them without feeling like you want to kill yourself. <laughs> that's Yeah, that's awesome. I actually, like, that's a secret passion of mine. Is <laughs> It's a nice, heavy stout in, in, in hot weather. People don't realize how good it can actually be. Yeah, no, it is. So, in addition to the flagship beers you have, I mean, you have, I think, yeah, I can't see the number now, but is it 14 beers on tap? I think tap? we got 14 on tap right now. Yeah. yeah. Is that pretty average? 
So you guys? Yeah, 12, 12 to 16, yeah. any, okay. anywhere in that range um, yeah. will fall depending on how our seasonal sell. 14 would be the average. Yeah, so 14 would, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just looking at Dan. I'm not the like, math guy, so <laughs> I'm the beer guy. I didn't know math would be involved. Out there. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, we should have told you up front. There will be there a little bit. Of, there's a little bit of math. I'm I'm totally a nerd, so yeah. I have yeah. to. I make math jokes if there's an opportunity. Yeah. yeah so Just, we normally have around 14 beers on tap, I suppose, <laughs> uh, Richard. Um, but uh, our seasonal beers, we just that's where we have fun. We kind of rotate different styles. We almost always have a sour on tap. We try to have a lager on tap at all times. We do big double IPAs, Imperial Stouts. Uh, we've got a barley wine on tap right now. It's so just, you know, it's oh, kind of where we have We didn't try the barley fun. wine. We no, did we not didn't. try the barley wine. But, but yeah, there is absolutely something for everyone here to try. Probably more than I've seen at almost any other brewery with 14 taps of just like the breadth of styles. Uh, it's, yeah. really, it's really very impressive. I think it's a testament also to Adam, our head brewer, because he is able to nail multiple styles. I mean, a lot of other breweries, if they do something well, they just kind of stick to that and make that their niche. But Adam, he's really good at everything he does. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, he really hasn't put out a bad beer. So And so Adam went to, went to UC Davis and, like, studied brewing. Um, yeah, he went to brew school over there. Yeah. Um, and um, he was... He actually had an interview at Dogfish Head um, out in Delaware, and when he was on his way back to the airport, um, somehow RAR got wind that he was interviewing over at Dogfish Head, and they just stopped him along the way, and they just offered him a job. So he became a brewer over <laughs> wow. there. Wow. Um, so he was he was brewing it. This is like really early on, and I mean, RAR was a very young brewery at the time. Sure, sure. He's been there for, I mean, he was yeah, there yeah. for maybe four years or something. Right, right. Um, and, uh, he was just ready to kind of take the next step and look for, for something else. And it just, it just worked out. Um, I'll have to say, I mean, all the beers I've had have been very clean, very delicious, you know, especially like the lighter ones, the Kolsch, the cream ale, where you can't really hide mistakes are very clean and taste great. Yeah, no, they're, 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 they're all very well done. I mean, yeah. they're, they're properly brewed beers, um, that just, they highlight the right balance of malt and hop and yeast when it's appropriate. Uh, and, and I'm looking forward to taking a lot of this home with me. Um, so speaking of taking it home with me, you guys, tell us, tell us how people can get your beer, both in the tap room and outside of the tap room. So the easiest and best way to get our beer is to come out to Odenton, Maryland and hang out with us for a little bit. I, sec- I, I, I want to recommend that you do that. Yeah, we uh, crowler up almost all of our beer. So uh, if you find a favorite, you can grab it in a crowler or a growler and bring it back home. Uh, we've also been canning pretty regularly. Um, so odds are we'll have a couple four packs for you. Uh, right now we have our sour in four packs. And then uh, at least as of when we're recording this, we're going to release... High Joltage, the coffee stout, and our Haze for Days, New England Pale Ale in cans. Um, that'll be fun. I like the stout. Yeah, the stout's it's great. Real. I mean, I like them both, but the stout, man. first Ooh. time uh, canning it up, so uh, I'm really excited. Um, but besides for that, we have beer out in over 100 locations around the state uh, and in D.C., so if you go to one of your favorite bars or uh, growler stations, ask for Crooked Crab, odds are they might have it, and if not, hopefully they give us a call. Right. Now, I have a question. We haven't asked yet about the name. 
of the brewery, Crooked Crown. Oh, right. Yeah. Thanks for catching us up yeah. on that. How, how did you come up with that? So, I mean, it's a little obvious with the crab in Maryland. Sure, it's Maryland. It's a very Maryland-focused group of guys. Yeah, so originally... When Earl was seven, he had a crab. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Keep going. No, I'm just kidding. I will. Um, we, uh, originally, the name uh, that we had come up with was Blue Crab Brewing Company. And we said, because, you know, we wanted to do... We're, we're all from Maryland, born and raised. We wanted to do something Maryland forward. Blue Crabs is as Maryland as you can get, right? So we said, Blue mm. Crab Brewing Company is perfect. Uh, we went to get the name trademarked. And there and you go. <laughs> the, tr- the trademark got rejected because there's a winery in Virginia that makes a brand of wine called Blue Crab Wine. And the USPTO doesn't distinguish between beer and wine when it comes to um, trademarks. Right. Yeah. So we had to go back to the... Yeah. I know. So we had to go back to the drawing board. Uh, we liked the crab thing. You know, we liked the Maryland thing. So we were kind of bouncing names off each other back and forth. And the, the names just started to get really bad really quick. Who was the uh, first we, person to say crazy crab? Who said crazy <laughs> crab? I know somebody said crazy crab. So here, you're going to laugh. Um, I, I half jokingly texted Dan, what do you think about cooked crab? And he misread the text as crooked crab. And he wow. said, oh, crooked crab. That's a great name. And I said, that is a great name. That's awesome. <laughs> I'm a genius. That's, yeah. Um, so it just, it, it's... That is stuck, fantastic. Stuck from there. Yeah. Oh, I love that story, man. A story where like your name is an accident. Yeah, yeah. those are the best ones. Oh, that's fantastic. <laughs> well, this is a great name. I mean, it just sort of the alliteration just rolls the, out. The, the, the alliteration is great, and uh, and it it immediately conjures an image in your head, like because the first thing I think is like, what does a crooked crab look like? <laughs> right? Like, what does that look like? The image um, for most propels them to call us and ask about our crabs that we sell. Yes. <laughs> we do I'm get a few sure. of those calls a week. I think, uh, uh, what's his, uh, the person we interviewed at uh, Chesapeake, Chesapeake, I never say that right, said the same kind of thing. Like, people thought it was Chesapeake, <laughs> like something. Um, yeah, I could see you getting a lot of, like... We've had people walking in and asking for, for crabs. For crabs yeah. Before, yeah. But, um, no, we just... We make beer. You do, in fact, have brewing company in the name you of do. the place. So I think you, you've Although done your due diligence. People have called and asked if we brew crabs. Yeah, how about them crabs <laughs> you're brewing up? Give me some of them. Now, do you do an Old Bay beer? We you, haven't. Are you we really? Have, like, we have not, that's, that's something I think you need to dive into. Yeah. Come on. Something on the radar. We'll leave maybe. that to we'll, a flying dog. They've, yeah. got, they've got that. <laughs> yeah, they do order. have that. Yeah. Which I have to say is delicious. Great with I, food. Tasty I, beer. I really enjoy that beer. Um, well, you know, we looked at the name of the brewery. How do you come up with names for the beers? Because, I mean, a lot of them seem to be crab related. <laughs> well, that seems <laughs> obvious, doesn't it, Adam? <laughs> One or two of them. Um, actually, a lot of our names are uh, music inspired. I mean, Chuck Brown is DC Go Go legend. Right. Um, yeah. I fought the claw is an obvious play off of um, off the of the Clash, music thing. Yeah. We did a it was not originally by the Clash. You know that, right? We did a. Well, I'm assuming it was from the Clash. A Hellas Lager from. called Started from the Bottom, which is a, a Drake reference, yes. but also um, lagers use bottom fermenting yeast. So oh, double pun right there. Double entendre. Yeah. Uh, nice. We we also did a Pilsner. Very clever. 
a pilsner, a bohemian pilsner called Pils Bow Baggins, which I thought was really funny. Yes, um, that is. Oh, that is, is excellent. All right. So basically, we I mean, you get cred on that one. We uh, we drink a lot of beer and we say stupid things, and sometimes um, they're really funny, and we write them down on a whiteboard in the back, and they may or may not become beer names. <laughs> excellent. It's really hard. I mean, we, we, we actually have this conversation with brewers a lot because... so hard to find beer names that, haven't been, that used. haven't been taken. Like, the level of creativity that it, that it takes um, is, is, is impressive for the number of breweries who have to come up with, like, things that rhyme with stout. <laughs> <laughs> Especially because people nowadays... I mean, it's not just like a brewery makes five or six core beers and that's it. You right. have to have, everybody's doing seasonals now. Everybody's doing one-offs. So it's you're constantly having to come up with new names. It's difficult. Yeah. Yeah. What's the name you guys came up with for your pumpkin beer? Because that's, uh, that's the one I hear a lot. Like It's like, oh, fuck, what are we going to call this pumpkin beer? <laughs> yeah. Uh, our, so our pumpkin beer is called Straight Out of Odenton. Um, <laughs> but the, there's a story behind that because um, that beer is actually like, a super local beer. We use pumpkins from a local farmer, like just down the road. Um, and then we, we took those pumpkins and then we roasted them at the hideaway, the aforementioned barbecue spot that we discussed. Uh, so we roasted the pumpkins there and then we threw them directly into the mash. So that beer is just, it's a very local, you know, we work with local farmer, local business. Um, so we called the beer straight out of Odenton cause that's the beer is straight out of Odenton. Well, that is an awesome name. And it's also a, another music, reference nwa yeah. yeah songs songs can can definitely provide a lot of i mean shit you look at like ocelot in virginia like every yeah. you know, all they, of their beer uh, names are music um, and and there's plenty of other places i mean i've seen red bear use songs anyway it's, yeah it's an easy source uh of of, of, of names. names right because you could just pull a line out of a song so but i appreciate it i do so all right so are there any kinds of beers styles of beers that you're interested in brewing that you haven't brewed yet that may be coming out that's a good question i think we've sort of brewed style stylistically i think we've done most everything that we've wanted to do um i mean we we definitely do a lot of sours um and we do a lot of like new england styles those are 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 really popular and we do those really well um i think one thing that we're starting to get more into that we haven't done a whole lot of to this point is barrel aging um something that we've sort of dabbled with. We release a barrel-aged beer every year on our anniversary. We'll have one on our anniversary. I should say our two-year anniversary is February 15th, um, Saturday, so that's going to be a big party that day. If you think it's busy in the tap room now, wait till you see it on in February. But, um, yeah, so, so barrel-aging. And, and I'd love to do more lagers. Um, they're just, it's difficult to do because they, they take mm-hmm. tie up your tanks for so long. Yeah. Um, but... Those are always really popular, and every time we've done them, they've gone over really well. So it's something we're trying to do more of when and where we can. I'm going to circle back real quick. On February 15th is your anniversary, and you're going to have a party. People should come out to that. Anything else coming up in the in the next few weeks or months? So we, we, we are doing a can release at the time this comes out. We have a can release on uh, January 11th. Um, so we've got two new beers and cans, High Joltage, our Coffee Stout, and Haze for Days, our New England Pale. And then we're doing another can release at the beginning of February. We'll have an Imperial Fruited Sour, a uh, Very Berry Punchline, which is going to be delicious, and a new uh, d- Hazy Double IPA. Woo-hoo. And then um, our two-year anniversary IPA. on February 15th is 
It's going to be a big party. So we'll have a lot of fun, special one-off beers on tap for that. Awesome. That sounds wonderful. Everybody should come out to that. Yes, definitely. It's worth a trip. All right. Well, we just want to thank Earl Holman and Dan Maseka, two of the three owners uh, and founders here at Crooked Crab in Odenton, Maryland. Great beer. Something for everyone. An awesome tap room. Uh, everybody come out. Thank you guys for being on the show. Thank you for having yeah, us. Thank you. Remember, you can get all the information about everything happening in the DC beer community, all in the DMV, by going to dcbeer.com. Sign up for our newsletter, The Weekly Pour, and check out at DC Beer on, what are we on? Facebook, Twitter, Twitter, Instagram. Instagram. Uh, the Instagram stuff, by the way, is going great. So definitely check out our Instagram. And remember, always drink great beer. <laughs>